Thanks, Barb. I think that says very well why the sixth most common word off the lips of Jesus, the second most common verb, and the first verb that is focused upon us hearing it would be to hear, would be to listen. Because Jesus knew full well that God the Father wants to be in relationship with His creation. That God is alive and is speaking to God's people throughout history. Continuing to lead us. Continuing to direct us. And what's absolutely crucial is that we listen. As I said at the beginning, it it really is that, that Jesus is like saying so often, Hey, listen up! Listen! Hear! the most common command off the lips of Jesus to his people. May indeed we have ears to hear him this morning. I invite you to turn to our passage in Matthew 13, verses 13 through uh, 17. It's found on page 794 in your pew Bible. And we'll read there to hear God's written word. And I I often make the distinction between God's written word and God's living word. Because God's written word is written that we have before us today. God's living word is speaking to us even today. Always based in and upon and from God's written word, never to contradict, but always speaking to us in specific ways of just how this written word applies to us as a community, to us as individuals, to us as families. It is not just a set of rules that we then are supposed to follow. It is a relationship that Jesus has brought for us and that invites us in. Let's pray. Gracious God, indeed, as we've been singing, as was sung for us, give us ears to hear. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Matthew chapter 13, starting with verse 13. The reason I speak to them in parables, Jesus is saying, Is that seeing they do not perceive and hearing they do not listen, nor do they understand. With them indeed is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah that says, You will indeed listen but never understand. You will indeed look but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull and their ears are hard of hearing and they have shut their eyes so that they might not look with their eyes and listen with their ears And understand with their heart and turn. And I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Truly, I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but did not see it. And to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You know, this is a tricky business listening. 
It's really tricky because we can hear but not hear. You, you know how that works? We can listen but, but not really listen. So I, why Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. I mean, everybody that was around him had ears. And everybody heard what he said, but not everybody heard what he said. He calls us not just to hear the words, but he calls us to listen and to listen well, to really hear. It's tricky because we have that capacity of listening, but not listening. I remember really vividly, and this was before kids, was sitting in the uh, kitchen, around the kitchen table, in my mother-in-law's house. And the, uh, already laughing, and uh, I remember the room vividly, bay windows, it was a nice um, uh, metal table that was shaped in like bamboo, painted white, had a glass top, it was uh, really a six top, or a six-sided figure, and uh, the geometry folks can tell us what that uh, is exactly. And uh, Kathy was on one side of the table, and I was on the other side. Kathy was talking to me, and I was had the newspaper. And I think I was reading the sports page to um, admit, go ahead and add insult to injury. And she was talking to me, and, all, and I was, uh-huh, yeah, okay, right, oh, okay, you don't say. And flipping the pages. And to which she said, you're not listening to me. To which then I repeated back to her exactly what she had just said to me. And her mother at the sink said, amazing, total recall. (laughs) So I was feeling really good about myself just for a moment. But today, and pretty soon after that, realized that I heard but I didn't hear. I was listening but not listening. And today, I can recount that story to you with details that are in my mind to precision, but I can't tell you a thing Kathy said while we were sitting around the table. Just a, a wonderful picture of this human's tendency toward selfishness and arrogance and focusing on me. But we can listen and not really Listen, you ever done that? You've been in that situation, you might be able to tell a similar story to mine, which I did ask Kathy, can I tell that story? And she's like, oh yeah, you're the rube in that one, so go right ahead. I'm not even sure what a rube is, but I don't think it's good. Regularly, Jesus would say, he who has ears, let him hear. Cause us to listen to his voice and to listen well. To put the sports page down. To give attention to his words. The context in which we we read this passage is in the middle of of him telling of the the parable of the sower. A parable where Jesus talks about one who goes around throwing seeds and it hits different kinds of soil. Some soil... the is just so hard and trodden that nothing happens and birds eat it. And the other soil is, is there, it's, it's shallow. And so when the, the roots come and then the sun comes and causes the thing, to, the, the, uh, the plants to 
shrivel in the heat. You know, it doesn't take much to imagine that one. Yeah, and, and, and then others come, but they're, they're, the seeds are among weeds, and the weeds choke out whatever those seeds were growing. And, but then others are in fruitful soil, and, and the, the, the roots grow deep, and the plants grow tall, and, and the flowers bloom in beauty. And Jesus is telling that parable. And in the middle of the parable, the disciples say, Jesus, why do you talk in parables? You know, why can't you just some plain speak here? Just let, let us have it straightforward. And it's in that context that Jesus says, this is why I speak in parables. It's because some of you hear but don't hear. Now, at first blush, you look at this passage and say, well, is Jesus saying, I don't want you to hear? I don't want you to understand? Because it's sort of like Jonah. If you understand, then you're going to repent, and then I'm going to have to heal you. I mean, no, that's not what Jesus is saying. That's the very purpose for which he came, so that we would repent, that we would follow him, we would hear his word and obey and turn to him. That's, That's why he's here. He wants to heal us. The reason Jesus speaks in parables, the reason at times he gives us open-ended stories is because he knows we're lazy listeners. And he wants to give us just enough bait to make us engage in the story, to put ourselves into it, to put time and energy into what he's saying. He doesn't want to just give us, here's what you need to do, this, this, and this. Because what he wants is a living relationship with his people. He wants us to engage in these stories, to be brought in. That's why he gives us open-ended stories and oftentimes gives us the stories and doesn't explain them like he does this particular parable. For he tells us the good, the, the good soil is when the seed, which is his word, hits the good soil and grows deep roots and is fruitful 30, 60, 100-fold. Flowers of great beauty. The, the reason he, he speaks to us in the parables and the reason he challenges us over and over again is listen and hear is because he wants us to know we have to take responsibility for our own spiritual life. You are responsible for your spiritual life. You are responsible for hearing his word. You are responsible for, for being in his written word. He doesn't spoon feed us. He dies for us. He clears the path. But he tells us, you're responsible. Engage with me. Don't just hear it, but listen. Don't be like that rube who might be able to recite to his wife everything she just said, but really didn't listen to a word. Because just like around that table, what my wife was saying is she wants relationships. She wants to engage. She wants conversation. She wants depth of relationship. She doesn't just want somebody who can hear and regurgitate back what she said. Cause us to listen, to be actively engaged with Him in His written word and in His living word. Because in His written word, He has for us 
the, 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 the truths, the, the events, the, the stories that we put ourselves into with Him. It's in His written word that, that we're, we're trained to how God speaks. It's in His written word that we study, focus our attention on, so that we clearly get in the middle of all the other voices that we can hear what God's voice says to us. He wants us to listen well, and He wants us to listen to God. He wants us to have what we used to call Hannah, our oldest child, big ears. She was this little Miss Big Ears. You know how a child eavesdropping on their parents' conversations all of a sudden just got gigantic ears? You know how Kathy and I can be in the den and Hannah's in the other room playing with dolls and all the rest when she was little and we'd be talking about things going on in Aunt Kim's life and all of a sudden Hannah would come in. So why did Aunt Kim move? Whoa, how'd you hear that? Because she was attentive those big ears and and we're to be like that with with the scriptures we're to be like that with the holy spirit in in our engagement with god wherever we are to have big ears god what are you saying what are you doing how are you leading us today because look at back at our passage verse 17 it says truly i tell you many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see but do not see it. And to hear what you hear, but do not hear it. Do you realize the privileged position we are to live on this side of Calvary? To live on this side of the resurrection, this, this side of the incarnation of, of God becoming human with us. And the privilege we have to have God's written word in, in the language we can understand. And about, last I counted, there are like 77 different English translations that were presented. And that's just in the last 10 years. Now, if you got a smartphone and you got access to hundreds, a computer, you got access to thousands. I was reminded of a story that Jim Singleton shares in one of the videos that are on our uh, website um, related to our uh, denominational uh, uh, discernment journey. But he tells the story of being in a foreign land. And it was a foreign land where the Bible was not translated into their their language with, with many copies. And so this church had one copy of Isaiah. And so what they did is they tore it out of the the Bible and they spread it around. They passed different sections of it to different families. And so the families would take it home. And then they would memorize it. And they'd bring it back to church the next Sunday. And they'd pass the copy to the family next to them. And they'd get the section that they didn't have. And they had such a longing for God's written word that they would keep it and share it. It was was scarce. So it was so meaningful to them. For the people in Jesus' age, and maybe in our own condition, the fact that we have it in such abundance leads us to take it such for granted. What the prophets longed to see and the righteous before us longed to hear is now easily before us. If you have ears to hear, let him hear. 
I want us just to take a moment now. Take, take a, a moment now and, and, and consider in our own lives our own relationship with God and, and how we put ourselves in places to hear His voice. Whether it's in silence, it's in prayer, whether it's in uh, Bible study or prayer groups, whether it's sitting with His written word. I mean, really, what could be more important than hearing God lead us and teach us? And, and one thing I know for sure about us, about me and about you, is that we're not finished. That God's not finished with us. We haven't arrived just yet. And so we're always candidates to hear God leading and directing us, continuing to encourage us, to challenge us, to transform us. What, what do you need to, to set aside in order to be sure you're in God's written word, that you're in the position and place of, of hearing from God and one another or in time of silence and, and prayer? What I invite you to do right now is simply just take, we're going to take 60 seconds. And it's going to be silent. And just hear. You know, what has been said, what has been sung. It could be just on the radio on your way in. It could have been a conversation. That God's trying to just prompt you and lead you, encourage you, support you, challenge you, correct you. Take a minute. And if a word comes, a phrase, I invite you to what happened to me a couple Sundays ago. And we were out of town and I was at church and some things just really came together in the midst of the sermon. Really didn't have anything to do with the main point of the sermon. And that, if that happens, that's great. Go with God. Don't go with me. But I brought out, I got my smartphone. And just to jot down a few notes of what God just all of a sudden rushed into my mind about. That may be the case now, or maybe that simply the gift of silence is just one of simply enjoying the very presence of God with one another. Be still and know that I am God. He who has ears to hear, let him hear.
I encourage you, throughout this week, or even make it a habit with one another, simply be asking one another, what's the Spirit saying to you today? What's the Spirit laying on your heart these days? Make that one of the questions that we engage with one another. So as to help each other be attuned to God and to be encouraging and supporting, challenging one another as God speaks to us through one another. Also, encourage you in every way to take advantage of the, the variety of Bible studies and prayer groups that are listed in your bulletin. And if you simply um, want a schedule to, to, to read the Scripture by, you know, in the hot off the press, every time that we have it um, here and on the web, it's just your lectionary readings, which over the course of three years, you'll read through the whole Bible as you read through those lectionary readings. There's a bunch of other, all kinds of opportunities of Bible reading plans that are before us, that are available for us to take advantage of. So we'll be putting ourselves in places to hear what God would have us say, what God would say to us. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Amen.